And welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of geographically diverse pals come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room of the ears. I am Mike, and I am drinking a glass of wine. Um, There was a name on the bottle. Uh, I think it's a Rioja. Uh, That's about as much as I know. It's very nice. Uh, This is the, the second night of it. And joining me this fine evening for me and afternoon for others, we have... I'm John, and I am drinking a Last Train Oatmeal Stout, uh, which I've returned to because I bought another stout and found it to be the first disappointing stout in my life. Um, So I've gone back to an old reliable. I didn't know they could be disappointing, but just like people, they can eventually let you down. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we're not thinking about Mike. (laughs) (laughs) I should have said that. I should have said, just like Mike. They can let you down. <laughs> oh, poor Mike. Everybody's going to wonder why we're picking on Mike, but they don't know what we were all talking about beforehand. So. <laughs> they don't know what he did. <laughs> Do they need to? Mike, tell them what you've got written under your wallpaper. Oh, shit. Go yeah, on. So the, the wallpaper behind me. This is true, me, by the way. Yeah, the wallpaper behind me has uh, written in kind of dried blood brown, I will kill again. <laughs> um, but like across the whole back wall. So that when the next person to own this house steams the wallpaper off, that's the first thing they see. So oh you put God. that in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just think that, about it, folks. That's really distressing. Just think about it. Whoever's going to be moving in. I, I will kill again. Has such economy of meaning. There's so much there. It's like, not only have I killed... <laughs> I wonder if you would go to the effort, like, you know, to put up wallpaper just before you move out and you find out who bought the house and put the name, like, do like a Doctor Who episode, like the Weeping Angels thing, where it. <laughs> that is such a good idea. Yes. I, just, I should I'm, not have so I, Me and Errol are not random. We don't know what you mean. We're like, Doctor Who, yes, that is a thing. That is a thing. I've Weeping heard of this Angels. man, Stroke Woman. Weeping Angels, best like best episode ever of, yes. of the best Doctor of recent times, David Tennant. Yep, banging. Anyway, sorry. Oh, and and we have guests. We have guests. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm Amanda. I am drinking chamomile tea, but in to get in the spirit of things, I have a glass of soju off to the side to you know when things get fun. I guess. What is what is soju? It's soju. It is. It, it's basically a, it's a Korean alcohol. And mm. it's uh, it's like a rice, uh, I think it's a rice liquor of some sort. I so can't remember like what it's sake. made of. It's basically like Korean vodka, like is that's Ooh. that's that's the way the best way to describe it. This one, strawberry flavored. Errol mm. doesn't like the strawberry flavor, mm. but and it's like what? It's fourteen percent. Yeah, that's why I have one glass <laughs> as opposed to uh, you know. Uh, and it's just the afternoon for her. So. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I have a whole, a whole dress of the day to get through or nap through, depending on how things go. So, yeah. And my name is Errol, and I keep forgetting this is a thing we do on the Infinite Escape Room podcast. But I do have a green tea, and it's cold, but there's no alcohol anywhere. That's Sorry about right. that, Mike Collins. I know. <laughs> Oh, and hello to your mother. Isn't it your mom that listens what? in all the time? Yeah, she does. She likes you. She's like, oh, Emily's again. <laughs> I thought I was going to take a really dark turn there, but I was like, tell her hi for me again. Yeah, I don't know that was going as well. Have they got some sort of secret, uh, secret line of communication? I already need to now. Good grief. <laughs> oh, no, I know that she listens. And so, uh, you know, anytime I'm on, we have to say hello to 
Oh, yeah, that's lovely. Oh, so say, he say never does. Penny. Mike never does. He never says hello, mum. <laughs> yeah, I never say hello to my mum. Errol, if anything, you're showing me up in front of my mother. This is, um... Yes, as you may have guessed, we are once again joined by our regular guests at this point, basically. Um, <laughs> half of the Room Escape Divas, Errol and Amanda from Canada. Yay! Is that bit north of America. That we technically uh, still own, right? Do we still yes, own? Yes, you do. You're, you're We're a commonwealth. Yeah, Your queen's like, still the, on our money. We got her yeah. reports and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what she does for us, but, you know. We don't know what wow. she does for us, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like, I probably just offended everybody, but. No, <laughs> no nobody in England. I think nobody under the age of 60. <laughs> and you join us today on the cusp of this year's Cryptex Hunt, which you joined us, you joined us after last year, uh, and it's just before it this year. Do you want to just to very quickly tell us about... What Cryptic Suns is this year? How people can sign up? I don't know when you're going to release this, but when you do, the Cryptex Hunt is going to start on March 1st, and you can go to cryptexhunt.com. It's a puzzle hunt, a competitive puzzle hunt. And the winner. Oh, you don't want to get that one, do you? Competitive puzzle hunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say that 12 times. That could, that, could, that could go very wrong. <laughs> and it's. And the grand prize is a Justin Nevins Cryptex security box. So that's pretty cool. And and there will be a number of people playing. Although I think a lot of people are trying their best not to publicize it. Because the less players there are, then the better the chances. Because there's two prizes. One is the person who finishes the whole thing first. And then the second one is a draw for another Cryptex. Uh, nobody and wants here to you share. are broadcasting, <laughs> inviting the world to dilute their chances. It's great yes. that we're not going to tell anyone, then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the cryptexes though, John? They are absolutely gorgeous. Oh, I should grab my. I don't know. I don't Do know what have... that is. They're the twisty secure things. Oh yes. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like the one canister, and you turn it, and the the letters move. Yeah, yeah we have. Er, we're on. Webinar, Nobody can see this, so oh, oh, I guess oh. we're gonna like you know. Not... I will describe. Okay, so that looks like a wow. That is a polished sort of chromed cylinder with lots of slots in it that you turn with mystical symbols on it. Oh, different lacquers as well. It's so beautiful. So this yeah. was the grand prize for the first Cryptex hunt. It was custom so, made. So, so who had stone? Uh, who did win? Ooh, I forgot. <laughs> I should know. It wasn't. I, I, I would hope it was you because you've got the prize. Oh no 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 no! It's not me because I I create it. But I, oh. because Justin made a number of these Cryptex Hunt prizes, he made like five of them. He gave one to me. This thing's like heavy, and it's like I think it costs like in between between two to three thousand dollars to make this thing. It is gorgeous. <laughs> wow. I mean, it does look like, it. It's beautiful. Yeah, and so they're all individual stone here, and then this is all metal, and it's all, oh, it's it's it is it is very pretty, and it's very heavy, and it's uh, it's hard to break into. So, hmm. Errol, could you send us a photo of it for, you, for our show notes? Oh yeah, I could totally do that. I yeah, this is totally a normal one. You can't. Yeah, see so it, but... I, I don't have one. as well. <laughs> <laughs> and this and th this is a a a, a canister had beer in it. And then if you uh, put the right password in, it's like, woo, up, and you can put That really reminds me of something you put plutonium in and just yeah. very, very carefully <laughs> yeah. open it without, without like jiddling it at all. You blow up. Yeah. You would be very careful taking that through airport security because it does have a certain mm. kind of elegant pipe bomb look That's to it. That's what mm -hmm. Dustin has mentioned. Totally. It's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, kind of... 
yes, iffy um, on that shipping it. And, and when the X-ray scanner can't see through it, and they say, "Excuse me, sir, could you explain what this is, please?" He said, "Well, it's a secret lockbox that I've won him <laughs> as a prize." Right, sir. Did somebody ask you to bring this on the plane for them, sir? No, not like that, oh, sir. Come with me, please. Yep. <laughs> can you uh, can you open this up for us? Um, <laughs> you go. What's the co- what's the code? Oh God. Is it, oh, oh, God. Okay. One, well, first the, we need to uh, arrange these books in order, and then how many characters are there in that word? You know, the funny thing is, this thing first off has a custom script on it that I made that I cannot remember. Excellent. <laughs> Second off, I don't remember what the password is in English anyway. So this thing is per- permanently closed. I just do not know how to open. This. Man, is there <laughs> is there a USB drive? on that with all of the Bitcoin. Is that the end of this story? (laughs) (laughs) Finishes with you with an angle grind with tears streaming down your face. What is the infinite escape room? Well, normally it is an escape room that is infinite, but today it is something ever so slightly different. For today, I shall be placing our lovely guests and John into the bodies of some characters. John, who's who's here, um, into (gasps) the bodies of some characters. They'll be playing the part of some escape room reviewers on a little non-timed adventure. Oh. Normally we have a time limit and today... Oh, this is great. I'm getting more soju than... (laughs) (laughs) Line up another six of these. Yeah. (laughs) Because we're going to try and tell a little story with this one. A nice little story. And as ever, if you break anything that is not supposed to be broke, you will lose your deposit, which this week is your ability to travel more than five miles from your current location for the rest of your life. But before I get on with this lovely little story, we should uh, I should first thank our lovely patrons uh, for helping to keep the podcast online. Um, you can join their ranks for as little as a pound a month. Uh, it gets you uh, early access to content, the occasional bit of bonus stuff, um, and most importantly, our undying love and gratitude. With particular thanks this week to Jen, Michaela, and Ryan. So uh, head over to patreon.com slash the infinite escape room uh, if you'd like to find out more. Are we ready to go, folks? <laughs> yeah, I guess we are, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Then let's enter the finite bit of the infinite escape room. You wearily plod down a familiar street in your hometown. You've each got a ticket in your hand and a notebook in the other. Your minds are utterly blank. There was a time when this kind of ticket would have had you skipping down the street, but no more. You drag yourselves forward in a fugue of grim duty. Without thinking, you step across the road, and you're momentarily surprised to see an articulated lorry bearing down on you. You Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Alex. Sorry. You you wake a moment later. <clears throat> you wake a moment later on the pavement. You brush yourselves off. Wow, you got away with a close encounter with 70 tons of haulage vehicle with little more than a bit of dust on your clothes. As your hearts slow, you breathe a sigh of relief and check each other over. Well, at least you'll have something exciting to blog about now. You continue on your way, checking the tickets in your hand. Well, thank goodness you didn't lose them. You wouldn't want to be late for your booking at the newest escape room in town. You guys have gathered a bit of a reputation for yourselves as the meanest escape room reviewers in the country. Yes. Countries. In this in this fiction, you're all living in the same country. Mm. We kind so of are, in, anyway. Yeah. Let's say you're all in Denmark. Oh, no, then everything has to be in Danish. Um, 
real in England because there's probably lots of English words coming up that I don't know. So good point. You're all in Middlesbrough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've gathered reputations for yourselves as the meanest escape room reviewers in the country of Middlesbrough. Your blog has been the bane of a hundred owners, and you've never given out five stars. It's not exactly something you're proud of, but it's a hook at least. It brings people onto your site, and site means ads. And ads means food and rent. And heck, you know that escape rooms just aren't as good as they used to be. Checking the map on your phone, you approach the address. You passed this way just yesterday, and you could have sworn that this was just a plain brick wall, but here it is. Stan's Escape Experience. They've spelt experience with an S. What a dump. You push inside the glass-fronted door, and it clicks shut behind you. You're in a small, sweaty-smelling lobby room. You see the door you came in by? A janitor's closet and a door marked Spocky Haunted Cabin. Wow, they spell all three words wrong. <laughs> There's also a desk that appears to be unmanned. You make a note in your reviewer's notebook. That's, that's a star lost already. Poor service and really badly spelt signage. What would you like to do? Wait, the smelly mm. part might be me. <laughs> Oh, Granted. oh, also, if I'm also from the UK, then I can you teach me how to do an accent? No, well, we can teach no. you how to speak the Queen's, but that that is Sans accent. I think you'll find. Oh, oh, very much the original <laughs> copy. So, how do I do it? <laughs> um, so the trick—it's really straightforward, actually. The trick is okay. just to, to not do your accent. Oh, okay. oh, that was quite good. Oh, very good. Oh, that was a good start. We'll get there. Good start. We'll get, <laughs> get there. there. We'll get there. Yes. We'll I'm. I'm there. a. I'm a Canadian who has come to Middlesbrough, and I'm an. I love that Mike, my Mike introduced Middlesbrough in a, in a way and said it in a way that no one in the entire country has ever said that word. Oh, really? Middlesbrough. <laughs> Even the Queen. <laughs> Middlesbrough. I'm, I'm playing a long prank here, so that if you guys ever end up in Middlesbrough. Then so that uh, I'll be oh, like, man. hey, it's Middlesbrough. And they're like, what? They're and... like, ha ha. <laughs> okay. I'll be like, that's the long prank paying off right there. <laughs> so so yeah. uh, we're in the lobby still, right? Correct. Okay. Can we have a look at that desk? Yeah. Can we approach the desk? Sure thing. Uh, it's just a plain old desk. It's pretty grubby. Musty, there's, there's no host there to greet you or, or brief you. Is there a Game bell? Alone. It's not really a good start. Uh, there's no bell, I'm afraid. It's oh, just can I yell out? Desk. Hello? Is anyone Hello? here? Echoes around the room. Is there just like a way to the escape room? Like, do, do we, do we just go in? The, uh, yeah, what, yeah. What's around? What's what can we see around this room? Okay, so you know, to your to your east is the uh, the actual a door marked Spocky Haunted Cabin, which I suppose you could assume hmm. is the way to the room. Um, then there's a little alcove to your north, and that's that's kind of it. What's in the alcove? Mm-hmm. So you uh, go over to take a look at the alcove. Yeah. Dramatic. It's an alcove. So you look in the alcove, and there's uh, not a lot in there. Just a uh, just a little a little door to a janitor's closet. Can right. we open the door? Yeah. No, it appears to be locked mm. with a, a key. You'd guess based on the the hole next to the knob. 
Um, there's a red light coming from, from underneath the door, though. Wait, hmm. what's in our inventory? We have our ticket, right? We have an inventory. You have your tickets. You've got your reviewer's notebook. Mm. Okay. Um, okay, we can't open the door. Uh, is there anything on the desk? Any drawers on the desk? Anything we can rummage no. through? No, no, is it's there... a pretty bare charity shop desk. Battered, dusty, grimy even. Uh, mm. Disappointing. You find yourselves yeah. fundamentally disappointed, but not surprised. This is probably not one of the best, but definitely not one of the worst rooms that you've reviewed in the many hundreds you've reviewed of late. Wait, okay. so did you say there was a door to the east? Is it the, 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 to the, the escape room. The, yeah. To the spocky haunted. Can we, take a, can we take a look at that? Can we open it? Or can we just look at it first? You take a look, it seems to have had a, a few planks of wood crudely nailed to it, almost giving it the impression of being an old-fashioned cabin door, which I suppose links up with the Anomica, but doesn't quite. This is annoying. A bit rubbish. I, I tried to write that down, it, Spocky it, Haunted, and wrote it correctly instead. <laughs> just just, just out, out of habit. Just couldn't do it. You could open it if you so chose. Let's open it. I think it's the only option, isn't it, really? You push open the door and enter a dark space, illuminated only by a couple of LED flame effect candles along the walls and a television hissing with static in the top corner of the room. Oh, I already don't like this. I'm just going to go. I'm going to jet. <laughs> oh, I suppose there's. Of course, there was. Uh, there was the exit door actually that you uh, you this came in through. I've got a great. Yeah. Let, let's split up. Nothing bad will happen then. <laughs> Which one are you? Are you? Are you Fred or are you Scooby in this uh, in this scenario? <laughs> red, red split up. <laughs> I am clearly Shaggy, and I am just going to run away from everything. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll go. I'll go in toward the TV very nervously, though. So it's it's all a bit more more sad than spooky. As you step into the room proper, the puffy face of a miserable old man appears on the television screen, temporarily startling you. Ah, yeah. The dolorous look in his eyes makes you think of a basset hound that's just sniffed up a plate of paprika. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the owner, but it's too little, too late, though. He's probably lost a star on the review. Mm. He sighs before reading a monotonous, dull message. You're all here for a weekend camping in the forest, but your car has broken down and you've taken shelter in this cabin. You've heard um, uh, spooky rumours about this place and, and uh, children going missing or, or something. Whatever. You need to get out of here before... Um, oh, where the last page go? He disappears off camera for a moment. <laughs> oh, whatever. I'll shout us if you need toilet. His face disappears from the screen. A timer shows... 60 colon 00 briefly shifting to 59 colon 59 and then blips and glitches before it stays at 33 colon 15 33 15 33 15 i feel like that's going to be relevant you are in <laughs> the cabin room what would you like to do uh, wait 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 i'm still having a hard time trying to visualize what it looks like to sniff paprika <laughs> Um, <laughs> could you show us on the camera? I've got, that that nobody will see, see oh, in the podcast. Mike yeah. already will have oh, that's a great He'll face, have six though. kinds. Oh, oh god! Like that. that face awesome. is a bit oddly Thank familiar. We should have taken a picture of that so that we could have put that in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so there's the TVs. What else is around the room? Can we can we kind of take a look? 
looking around the room, you can see it's made out kind of like the inside of a cabin, but very poorly. There's a, a note scrawled in blood on the wall beside what's a not especially spooky IKEA bookcase. <sighs> no one really cares about their rooms anymore with litter and stuff. Um, used to be each one was its own little work of art. And now it just feels like they're just rooms you hire for 20 bucks per person for an hour. <sighs> We've all been water there. Water escape room. Goodness. You also see you also see a black cauldron in the middle of the room. What's the note on the wall say? You take a look at the notes on the wall. Is it I will kill again? (laughs) (laughs) Daubed in, well, blood, or really kind of red gloss paint, but it's close enough. On the wall is the words, get out while you can, exclamation mark. A smear on the wall above this indicates that there was probably a much larger message here once that has been clumsily wiped out, but is now indecipherable in this light. In this light? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, all right. The cauldron? Yeah, let's take a look at the cauldron. Ooh. It's a Ooh. large black iron cauldron, but... Oh, no, wait, it isn't. It's a, it's a Halloween toy painted black, and it's filled with screwed-up newspaper. Oh, do I have to put my hand in there? Can I have, like... T- t- all right, I'm going to fish around in the newspaper bits, Just, just I close guess. your eyes while you're doing it. That'll help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amanda, you go... Elbow deep in the, uh, the plastic cauldron full of newspaper, picking the newspaper out and tossing it into the litter in the corner, the other litter in the corner, uh. revealing a metal lockbox. Ooh! Ha! Sorry. It doesn't really fit with the theme at all. It just looks like something that you'd store petty cash in, which is really quite disappointing, but so far, par for the course. It's locked with a four digit combination lock. Ooh, well, I got a brilliant idea. What's your brilliant idea? idea? Okay. Uh, Tickle the lockbox. That will open it. You do so. Your tickling technique is well developed. What Ah. is driving this right now? (laughs) Did it it do anything? I'll be honest, that's not what I thought you were going to (laughs) say. No, but have you tried doing the sound effect at the same time as well? (laughs) Okay, well, while he's tickling it, Weirdo. Um, I'm going to... Uh... I'm tickling myself now. Oh, my God. Just oh, go man. to the corner of the room and whatever. And use the screwed up paper. <laughs> um, can you try 3315 into the four digit My line? idea was much better. Are you sure? You put 3315 into the lockbox and it pops open. Oh, wow. You didn't even need to decipher anything for that one. Just the numbers right there lazy. You all remember when you first started out, you'd bring a pocket calculator with you for rooms. They used to sling any old maths challenge in. Nowadays, it's got to cater to the lowest common denominator, and people just plain don't like doing maths. Escape rooms are becoming a bit like TV, a slow death towards the lowest cognitive load. Oh well, at least it's open now. Inside is a small candle. You know the score. Find item, Take item, use item, repeat. So lazy. And no no really aha moment there. No, no, no aha better moment. solution would have been the tickling. We all know a, a, it. A better solution would have been tickling. I feel but like that are. might have been reading the designer's mind at that point. <laughs> this is like worse than Gen 1. It's Gen 0.5. 
Inside, you find a small candle. Like a real one? Yeah, it's real and small. Um, okay. Anything on it? Well, yeah, actually, you take a look at the candle, and underneath you can see an RFID tag on the bottom. They they could have at least painted over it or something, or melted mm. some wax over it, but it's just it's just there, stuck on. Mm. Okay. I can see it. I can see it. Amanda's face. She's actually got some like genuine, like a little bit of sadness and PTSD. And have you done this room? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> if you've never heard our episode on the worst escape room ever. Uh, oh. <laughs> at the same time, also, let's say that I'm a professional reviewer and I know all the terms and everything. But if somebody were to maybe not know exactly what an RFID is, if you could just remind the dummies out there, like, that totally aren't me. Good uh, podcasting. Good podcasting. Yeah, yeah. So for anybody listening who doesn't know what an RFID tag, um, go to Google and other search engines are available. <laughs> wow. So, so RFID tags are those little little white, uh, normally little white stickers with a little coil in them. And the way they work is actually is that they're powered, they're, well, they self-power off an electromagnetic field and deliver a tiny little signal. It's normally like a little coded signal. You often see them in uh, in escape rooms, uh, where they're used to activate things. Right, right. Now I okay, okay. Now now I've got a picture of it in my head. Great. Not, but I I did before too. I because I know what it is totally. Um, okay, so we need to find a home for this thing. Yeah. Should we take a look at the bookcase? Yeah, let's take a look at the bookcase. We haven't done. That. Oh right, I forgot there are things in this room. No, do not, do not lean on it because I've owned this very bookcase. It will fall over and crush you. Oh, yeah, the Billy bookcase oh, is not true. exactly dependable. So, so yeah. you stroke somebody you love. It's it's all about Kallax. Yeah. Can I lean on the bookcase? Uh, you can. You, you lean against it um, roguishly, your elbow against it, your, your chin in your hand, um, and you give everybody the devil-may-care look of a man who doesn't care if he leans on a wobbly bookcase. So anyway, you go to the bookcase and... <laughs> you examine the bookcase... Every escape room must, by some strange consensus, have a concealed door. And this appears to be this one's. This bookcase is made up of cardboard books clumsily glued together on a hinged section of wall. You reflect back on the first time you ever did a room with one of these. Wow, it really blew your mind. You were with your friends then. Well, your other friends. Before you started this review blog, you were so excited by it. Like, how did you even do this? How did they even do this? You smile for a moment as you remember the nervous excitement and the genuine fear of not making the time. And here you are now. You've done a hundred rooms. You've seen a hundred hinged bookcases. You better go back to work. There appears to be one real book in the bookcase, and that's it. Okay, I'll... Get the book. Should we give it a tug? Give it a tug. You tug the book and... Surprisingly, actually, it doesn't open the bookcase. It just comes away in your hand. In the gap where it was, you see that there's an RFID tag oh. left on the bottom of the shelf. Um, presumably something should go there. But once again, they could have covered it up. I mean, it's low immersion. It's low effort. It's another star lost on the review. This reminds me like deja vu, like you could match things together. I just can't remember what. <laughs> the Think, Carol, think. <laughs> you have revealed the RFID tag. You have the one real book. Cool. Um, the one book that ruled them all. Tap my existing RFID tag uh, against the one of the bookshelf. Or your credit card. What happens if you tap your credit card? <laughs> I want to know now. Yeah, can I, <laughs> can I slap my candle down on the uh, space in the bookshelf, please? You put, the, you put the candle 
uh, on the space in the bookshelf. And unsurprisingly, the bookcase swings open to reveal another dark room beyond. Whoa. Uh, Can I just, before we go to the more darkness, can I open up the book? See if there's anything in it. Sure. So everything else in this room looks like absolute garbage, including the actual garbage litter, as we call it in the UK, in the corner of the room. But this book looks fantastic. It's wrapped in some sort of skin-coloured leather and embossed with runes mm. that are frankly making your eyes water a little bit. Mm. If you had to describe it in a word, it would be eldritch. Oh, that's a really good skin. word. Eldritch that word. skin. It is so they clearly word. put all of their budget into this prop. Uh, yeah. So let's let's open the book, dare Does I? Does it feel like skin? Sure, I mean... I- it, it does. It does feel a little skinny. In fact, you notice there's a little bit of downy hair on the outside. Oh, is it my skin? No. Oh. That feels like that's. Yes, John. All of your hair. All of your skin has gone. Somebody's <laughs> stolen your skin and made a. No, John. It's not your skin. Um, you open the book. Sorry. Someone has taken a lot of time filling this out from cover to cover with cool and rather obscure witchcraftery nonsense. I mean, at least you'll have something nice to say in your review. It's absolutely massive, though. So unless you knew what particular page you wanted to go to in there, you'd really struggle to get anything of use out of it. What happens um, if you count the pages? No, Errol, stop it. <laughs> uh, you you hear the Sesame Street theme playing in the background. One, One page. Ah, ah, ah. Two. Two page. I'll do it while you guys try you to okay. figure it out. I, I want to into the dark. Yeah, I want to step into the dark with you. Amanda, yeah, let's, yeah. As it were. As it were. <laughs> you step into the, I suppose you might as well call it the, the secret room. And it looks a lot like the last room. You're You're a little disappointed. But the lighting's even dimmer now, and there seems to be even less effort involved with the set dressing, almost like they spunked it all away on the first room and possibly the book. The planks of wood on the wall don't really disguise the bare breeze box particularly well. There's a certain kind of industrial unity feel to everything. Hmm. The only clues that this is peripherally related to the story are some assorted jars of witchy ingredients and a broom. You're starting to be a bit suspicious about whether this is actually a haunted Mm. cabin. Despite yourselves, a flicker of disappointment goes through you. The secret door is always meant to be the big reveal. That's how it works. It continues whatever the story is in the room. You know, in the past you've ended up inside submarines, war bunkers, a time machine. This, this is just more of the same, but somehow worse. Mm. Yes, famously, the uh, founding fathers were really good with their breeze blocks. Breeze blocks? What are those? Oh, you oh, those big grey bricks. Yeah, big. The big grey bricks. Describe that. Are you talking you know, about cinder you know, blocks? You know, you like, or... Yes. Oh, yeah, cinder blocks. Cinder blocks. Like, okay. oh. Cool. <laughs> See, this is why we're in England now. Okay, breeze blocks. Yes. Got it. Yeah. In middle. We have to say it the right way. We have to do it without <laughs> the accent. Breeze box. That was. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Stone the crows, I think he's got it. <laughs> How did that viewing of Mary Poppins go, Errol? Was it good? <laughs> I get all my lessons yeah, he from Dick Van Dyke. Vocal coach. <laughs> this is like reverse My Fair Lady. We take a, a nicely spoken Canadian boy and then <laughs> turn him into a middle for a gutter <laughs> snipe. I bet you, sir, John Lington, that we can turn this man to a common chav. <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> is this room an actual copy of the other room? Like, is there a cauldron in the middle? Is there a TV? Or is it is it just similar looking? 
I know it's just kind of it's got the same kind of aesthetic they've obviously had some of the same materials left over when they were decorating this one but either run out of materials or just run out of effort um it's just looking a bit shit there's just the uh the jars of kind of witchery ingredients the broom and uh I want a window as well that's uh odd Ooh. a window I'm going to go to the window. Check it out. Yeah, sure. I'm going to sweep the floor while you do that. Okay, you sweep, do that. Sweep. Thank you. Errol's cleaning the place up, which is much appreciated. Uh, what, it's absolutely bloody filthy. Errol, please, while singing Chim Chimney, Chim Chimney, Chim Chim Chimney, Chim Chimney, Chim 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 a sweep is as lucky as lucky can be. Whoa, no, you said that's the sacrifice. You! It rhymes with you! Chim Chim Tree. You start off with Chim Chim Tree, isn't it? Yes! yes. Chim Tree. We I blame John. John said you first. Chim Chim Tree. Mike, is this going how you imagined it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, actually. <laughs> We've had Errol on before. Amanda goes and takes a look through the window. And she can see that it's not actually a painted-on window. It's actually a windowy window. Weird. Oh. Through which she can see another room, the inside of which appears to have been painted kind of to look like a forest. There's a, a dial-style padlock uh, looped through a slot holding the window shut. Hmm. Uh, okay. Dial-style padlock. So you, you turn the wheel like to Like a combo the... lock? Yeah. Or oh, a tumble lock. That's what they're called. Yeah, a tumbler lock. See, we both just put one hand in the air and then like twiddled our hands. Yeah, did that. Like a, like a high school locker. That's, yeah. that's so. <laughs> oh, we don't have called. we don't have lockers at, at high school. We don't have high school. We have other school, but we don't we don't have like you don't have a locker. That's not a thing here. Oh, we had we had lockers. Really? What? We didn't. Oh. A John, we made, we didn't all grow up as like the Earl of Derby. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right. I need to make something clear here. <laughs> it's barren. Um, no, it's not barren. Um. No, I, I I grew up as a uh, just in a in a oh god in a crappy town in a crappy town which is Darberia, a terrible name too. Um, Darberia? Yeah, they, they called it that. Um, Darberia. No, they called it Derby, but it may as well be. Darberia. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I and I went, it to, was I went to a pretty pretty shoddy school, even by our standards, Michael James Collins, and you know that. And I did not have fun there. But let's move on. Okay. That took a dark turn. Yeah, oh, old tone leavening John strikes again. Um, so there's a combo lock, and then uh, anything else? Like, is there anything around the breeze blocks at all? So, can we just check just... how many digits on the combo lock? I, I don't know if you if you said. Well, you take a look at the lock, and actually, somebody's neglected to even click it shut. Oh, cracking! Um, Wow. Whoever was resetting this room has fucked up something fierce. I'm a genius. Open the window. Gone for the win. See, your so, education wasn't crappy. Yeah. It's there like... you go. Yeah. You didn't <laughs> need to have lockers as your past experience. <laughs> and fun fact, I, I, I work in, oh, you probably already know this, I work in actual escape room. Have I forgotten during a reset to close a lock? Yes, I have. <laughs> You work in an escape room. Yeah, I yeah, I think do. I knew that. Oh, uh, currently, well, well, I mean, not currently. I haven't, I haven't actually been inside for several months, but I assume it's still there and it will open again. And we are building a second one in the same venue, so that'll be cool. Ooh, oh, uh, fun. Yes, Fun I do, times. I do actually watch the cretins go through, and <laughs> oh boy, faith in humanity dipping. <laughs> 
and you can go to John's escape room where he'll call you a cretin at you unhook the uh, the padlock you could if you so chose open the window well we haven't actually oh, yeah. checked out everything in this room so far I haven't finished my chim chimnery <laughs> still chim going around with the yeah there's like three more verses <laughs> I know um there's and a tap dance <laughs> with a cane there's the is it the bookcase with the witchy ingredients on it was just a, just a table with some some assorted witchy ingredients. Mm. Can we witchy? Take, yeah, can we, yeah. Can we yeah. pick them up? I mean, I say they're witchy. You're just kind of you're making the the classic uh, association thing where you're seeing a broom in a room, something haunted, and there's jars of things. You're assuming they're witchy ingredients. Can, can we? Uh, examine it's a load jars? of plastic sh- plastic jars, each of which has been labeled with something kind of spooky. The sort of thing my mum would think was spooky. The handwriting Hi, is awful. But you can just about make out the following labels. It's Eye of Newt, 300 grams. Toe of Frog, 100 grams. Wool of Bat, 200 grams. And Tongue of Dog, 400 grams. Um, You're not really sure what the things in those jars would actually look like in real life, but the contents do look pretty gross. The jars themselves appear to be too tight to open. Gonna get up John's man hands. You reflect back to a time when you could handle and interact with all sorts of props and it was new and exciting and you were never quite sure what things were going to do, but everything these days seems so geared towards the solution and so idiot-proofed. That mm. Man pans likes man hands. Is gone. Um, I had a song all about man hands for man pans. Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> to sing it. Yes, you did. Now who's being dark and weird? <laughs> Errol's being dark and weird. Um, I think we should just climb through the window. I feel like this. I feel like that's that's the way. Yeah, this, this I think needs that's to go. the way to go. Let's climb yeah. to the window. I mean, whoever reset this room should just get sacked. You've got no idea where you were supposed to get the numbers for this combination, but you suppose it doesn't really matter now. I mean, you might as well move on. Looks like you can get into the forest room, so you do so. Climb through the window, and you're in a you're in a forest scene. Only only you're not. It's just. Dark trees that have been painted on the brick walls, which have itself been painted black. There's at least twinkly LEDs shining like stars on the ceiling, which would be great if they'd been drilled into the wall, but you can see the wires connecting them in between. The artifice very much <gasps> shedding away in this experience. A TV monitor inexplicably hangs from the night sky. Well, I mean, the wall. What? <laughs> the face on it coughs in a gravelly way and then reads to you, Oh, that was quick. Oh, you've escaped the witch's cabin. But can you find your way out of the woods to safety? Oh, she's closing. Oh, bloody hell, the time has broken. (laughs) Witch's cabin. I mean, you thought this was a haunted cabin when you went in? It's a totally different genre, but I mean, I suppose it does explain the various bits and pieces that you've seen so far. It's all a bit confused. In the forest scene room, you see a, a tree stump up against the back wall and a freshly dug grave. Mm. A freshly dug grave. I am going to jump in the grave. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it. I mean, I mean, by freshly dug, I mean it's uh, it's not like a not like a, a pit. It's just this. It looks as though the soil has the, been freshly dug. Oh, a freshly filled in grave. I suppose that is probably a freshly filled in grave would be the oh, more. Like oh, so it's I not open. It, I thought it was like the coffin hadn't got in it yet. They just like dug six feet down and was waiting for uh, it. No, I, th- I think Errol, if anything, has corrected me on a on a poor and confusing bit of um, of grammar. Not grammar. How of, topical. 
topical. For the, for the because it's a porn confusing. Yep. Let's move on. <laughs> boy, oh boy, is this grave fresh. Someone has dumped a load of composted manure on the floor and then just stuck a plastic skeleton hand in it. It's not just bad set dressing, but at this point, it's very unhygienic. Is it real manure? You're not really sure if this review has any stars left to lose. You usually operate on a five-star system, and you're pretty sure you've deducted more than that by now, but perhaps you'll do it in negatives from this point forwards. It's been a disappointing, if unsurprising, day. Can we taste it to make sure it's real manure? Errol's mm. going to taste the manure. Errol tastes the manure. You don't eat manure on a daily basis, but... You, this tastes like how you think manure might. Your gut oh. bacteria get a great surprise. Hey, Errol, Errol, horse or pig? I think it was horse. Ah. Horse. Okay. Horse. Well, I'm going to leave you guys. I'm going to pick up the skeleton hand. Sure thing. Uh, it comes straight out of the earth. And it's, you see, it's holding a scrap of paper in its little bony fist. Oh, what does oh. the paper say? Uh, it reads, Spell of Escapement. To charge the cleaning implementy of conveyance, tappy the handle on ingredients in order, say the magic word abracadabra. Well, I mean, you know, at least there's something in it that looks a bit like a puzzle. Thank goodness you're clearly on the brink of falling asleep at this point. It's just a shame that somebody's done this on printer paper rather than anything more thematic. Okay, so the ingredients came in size order 100 grams 200 grams 300 grams 400 grams so the old one two three four instinct is to uh tap is it tap the the hand tap the hand i guess so let's try the hand and okay, see if that works tap the hand on toe of frog 100 grams then wool of bat the bats have wool let's not let's yeah, not they're dwell. fuzzy yeah, yeah a horse is a horse of course of course <gasps> Shakespeare thought that uh, bats had wool. Fair enough. Uh, then eye of newt and then tongue of dog. Uh, you do so. Nothing happens. One of the fingers falls off the little plastic skeleton hand. Shit. Oh. You've tapped too hard, John. You oaf. Sorry. Can you, you read that something. note again? I what Actually, can I take the broom away from Errol and try Oh, the cleaning no, it's, oh. My, it's my broom. <laughs> my broom. You wrestle with Errol for the broom. No, no, it's my broom. It's a, I, I it's a tough thing. My song. Errol, we've been through this. You have to learn to right. let go. I'm going to tap. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this broom, in though. the same order uh, <laughs> okay. with the broom instead. We're okay. tapping it together. Okay, sir. Errol won't surrender it like a, like a house elf. You tap the broom on the jar of tar of frog, the jar of will of bat, the jar of eye of newt, and the jar of tongue of dog abracadabra you, and you say abracadabra yeah. you hadn't really looked at the broom so far but a hitherto unseen little electric motor starts whirring vigorously at the bottom of it with a kind of oh, a oh my god sound a fizzling sound effect starts playing from the speakers you're almost impressed at this point perhaps the review will have zero rather than minus one star did they add a Roomba to the broom? A Broomba? Uh, see, Mike, when he said <laughs> the, you know, the, the broom is vibrating and throbbing and whatnot, my brain went in a different direction to that. Of course it did, John. <laughs> it was funny because Mike was like, oh, I'll bring John on to help out with the puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> and now this. <laughs> yeah, sorry, man, it was ill-judged. <laughs> but, ah, John, help. <laughs> You hear a voice from the television in the corner of the forest room. With your broom charged up, you can exit through the forest portal. 
No refunds. Oh. Uh, so, okay, so we could leave, I guess? Yeah, let's let's go. What do we do with the skin book? Oh, wait, what? Where are we? What happened? Oh, my God. So you are currently, you've uh, returned to the cabin. You've got the charged, you assume, broom in your hand. Errol. You're in the, sorry, the secret room. I just watched Finding Nemo, and the similarity between you right now and Dory <laughs> is is really on No, point. he is literally Dory, memory included. Mm-hmm. He forgets when he started coffee, like, oh, two minutes true. ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's a delight when it appears in front of him. Anyway, so... Um, That's why I was excited when my wife came into the room and then I lost track of what we were talking about. Anyway, uh, so we have a charged up broom. Do we, do we need to tap it? What, what did the thing say again? Uh, Suppose charge the cleaning from the conveyance. So we've charged it. What do we do with it now? Do we just walk? Just leave? Where are we? What room are we in? We're in, we're in, the, oh, we're in the forest room, Errol. Oh, oh, so we you, are you were in the forest room. room. You'd stepped back oh, into the um, the hidden secret room briefly to tap the jars. You can return to the oh. forest room. If you'd oh, hang on. Can we just walk out of the door we came in? And did it even lock behind us? You can go and find out if you'd like. Is it locked? It is. Ah. Oh, fire code! I'm putting that in my review. How is it locked? The uh, so the the door um, that you came in the cabin door that you came mm-hmm. in through has locked. It, Probably, to be honest, a bit of a health and safety breach. You can't yeah. even see an emergency exit I'm, button. I'm writing that down in my notebook. Like, geez, back to a negative one. Well, I don't know, we have, like, litter <laughs> Let's go back paper. to the manure pit. What's at the manure pit? Uh, you go back to the Maybe forest have- room and you check out the manure pit. Apart from a load of fresh, delicious manure, there's nothing else. Mm. Would we say just, delicious? Um, Would we? Just the grave and the tree stump. Okay, tree stump. What, the tree stump. What's, What's on the yeah. tree stump? Uh, you take a look at the tree stump. It's uh, up against the back wall. Of of the forest room, wow! I mean, yeah, it's there's a circular hatch in the middle that somebody's done a really rough job of concealing, uh, as well as a circle of what are now actually, in response perhaps to your vibrating broom, lit LEDs around it. If you had to say, it's probably something to do with the grand exit. Okay, how on earth would you open it? Is there a button on it anywhere that we can? I mean, do we stab it with the broom? Is there is there a broom shaped orifice? It, oh. Moving towards it with the broom. The hatch opens. Oh, wonderful. Peering okay. through, you can see it leads you back to the lobby. All right. I'm going gonna... to sweep the stump. Mm. I'm going to jump through while Errol sweeps sweep, the stump. Sweeping the stump sounds like a cracking euphemism. Chimney, chim, chimney. What were you, you sweeping the stump? <laughs> you step through the inverted commas portal with the little red lights flashing all around it. I mean, they probably Christmas lights, actually, but oh well, at least this turgid experience is over. You climb through the tree stump to find yourselves back in the lobby. You've escaped, you suppose. But there's no one waiting with your time, no closure to the story. It's all just sort of happened. A flush of hot anger warms your cheeks, and you decisively pull out your notebooks, scribbling furiously. Not worth the price of admission, or any price for that matter. Lazy, badly thought out, badly maintained, poor service, minus two stars. You write. You pause for a moment before crossing out the last bit. You've got no idea if your blog can do minus stars. Maybe just go with zero for the time being. You tell yourselves that there's an element of catharsis to this, but the waste of your time and energy has left you feeling more than a little bitter. Maybe it would have been better with, you know, your old friends. You did all of the escape rooms with your old friends before, when you all started out, and then, then it became a job. And everybody else just sort of drifted away. 
and you found yourselves grimly trudging through these rooms, thinking of wittily mean things to say about things you hated and flowery gushings for those you liked. Ah oh well, at least you're done now. Maybe one of the other rooms today will bring the spark back. There's no one here. You might as well see yourselves out. Okay. Oh, okay. We escaped. Uh, I'm going to exit through where we came from. Uh, as am I. That door is locked. What? Now that is a fire hazard. The TV on the counter fizzes into life and a familiar face appears on it, but now it's red and has nasty little horns poking out of its forehead. It cackles evilly. <laughs> Welcome to your own personal hell. You didn't survive that road accident earlier. It was me, Satan. I was driving the lorry. I've killed you, and now I'll torment you forever. In what I admit isn't a particularly great escape room. He laughs again. <laughs> After all the escape rooms you've doomed with your two and three star reviews, this is the least you deserve. I hope you enjoy solving the same puzzles over and over for eternity. All the doors are now open. So it shouldn't take you long. Forever. <laughs> you rattle the door. It's locked. Totally sealed, in fact. It won't budge an inch. You really are trapped in here. A cold spike of panic shoots down the base of your neck. This wasn't fun before, and it's really not now. Now, it's dangerous. You put your hands over your mouths to cover the grin that's appeared on your face unbidden. Your nerves light up. It's been a while. Okay. Let's let's take a moment to review that. <laughs> that that one. Why is the devil from the north? Devil can be from anywhere. I mean, he's not going to be. He's not going to be from the south, is he? He's not going to be from Surrey or from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> the, dev the devil seems like somebody with a plan, and people like with thick northern accents don't seem like they have a plan. Oh, is that why you say he's from the north? Was his accent north or Middlesbrough's? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so I do, I do. It was Middlesbrough adjacent or north adjacent. Okay, fair enough. That would explain why. A bit why. of scouse, bit of north in there. I, I do love that Mike's ultimate plan is to get Earl to say Middlesbrough incorrectly when he goes there, but he's going to do just fine smucking it up on his own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Middlesbrough. <laughs> uh, okay. So is the room the same? Like if we go into the spocky haunted bit, is it actually, is this bit the same? Is the lobby the same? The lobby is exactly the same. Okay, if we go into the spocky haunted cabin, it's exactly the same. The face on the TV is now red and has little horns on it. Laughs at you, goes, <laughs> and then calls you a twat. Oh, it's not very uh, nice. No. Uh, does the timer still read like three three one five and stuff? The the time on the TV is unfortunately completely taken over by the face now, which is just cackling and insulting you alternately. Uh, well, we have our big skin book. Um, yes, so... yes, we do. Shit, I've forgotten about I, that. Well... With hairs on it. Downy hairs. <laughs> With downy, downy hairs. hairs. Okay. Imagine mm. the moisturizer. You have to keep using that book. Can we look through the big skin book? Sure. Uh, there's loads in there. Like loads. Okay. Is they... Are these spells? It's witchy stuff. God knows. There's all sorts in there. Okay. Is I don't there... suppose somebody ever folded a corner of the page down <laughs> to like... <laughs> the devil needed to, to remember the, his to page. To the get out of hell. Uh, Everything spell. in this room is knackered and wretched, but this book is pristine and glorious all at the same time. Okay. What room are we in right now? You are currently in the main uh, spooky haunted cabin room. Oh. Oh. Right. Okay. I feel like I was expecting more from you there, Errol. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> Damn it, man, I was waiting on your, like, he's got the answer, and you oh, said nothing. Okay, um, can we 
Look at the room. Oh. Yeah, sure. You take a look at, <laughs> around the room, you can see everything that was there before. This is how... the, uh, the cauldron is still there on the floor. It's um, quite small, possibly possibly even portable. There's the bookcase and there's still the big old pile of litter in the corner which you up. added to earlier. I know this man. He would have not said possibly even portable unless moving the cauldron was crucial here. May I move the cauldron? Certainly. You've moved it. Okay, was there anything under it? Nope. On its underside? Nope. Damn. Can I just take it with me? Sure. Do I still have the broom? Can I sweep the litter? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, Errol, you sweep the litter. Chim- um, chimney. The, oh, chimney. While sweeping and singing to yourself Jim, like Jim, a cheerful Jim. house elf you reveal at the bottom of the pile of litter what appears to be the contents of somebody's pockets oh. including a half-eaten chocolate bar Ooh. okay Jim, what Jim. kind of chocolate bar a whisper a whisper oh. that's a chocolate bar okay so the problem is do we do, was that there before and we just didn't see it or is that new to this bar is there anything about the whisper Errol eat part of the whisper but not all of it Okay, what's a whisper? Doesn't matter. It's spelled with it. It's spelled whisper. And it's like a kind of like aerated chocolate. No, we, we missed the gag oh, there. Errol um, said, what's a whisper? And we should have said, this is a whisper. Um, <laughs> I seriously Sorry. thought it was like whisper. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, so Errol's eating the chocolate. What happens to Errol? Okay, so Errol, <laughs> Errol eats the chocolate. He looks okay. This is the real hell. <laughs> so it's actually melted around the contents of whatever this person's pocket was. Um, but biting down on the key, Errol finds a piece of metal in there, as well as a lot of fluff. It uh, appears to be a battered metal key. Probably opened something. I mean, most keys do. The lockbox. No, that didn't have a key. For some reason, the no, lockbox, I imagine it. What, what had a key? Oh, we tickled that. We did. <laughs> you tickled that. <laughs> I had to scroll so far back in my script because I was expecting you to come across that half an hour ago. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's nothing that requires a key. Is there? Can we open the door to the entrance yeah. of the whole escape room? You go back to the lobby. The door, I mean, you swear it was glass when you came in, but it's actually solid wood now. Uh, and it is sealed with a big old metal bar across it. You can't open it at all. Can I point the broom at it and be like, abracadabra? You can. Um, Errol is still attached to the broom. Mm, um, it's my broom. You, can't you, swing it. Errol, you swing Errol around slightly. As you <laughs> oh, the alcove. Is there anything in the alcove now? Uh, just the janitor's closet. <gasps> the janitor's closet. Shit, yes, We yes, can yes. unlock the janitor's closet. There we go. <laughs> Look at my face. Right, like, there was, you there was, a, there was, didn't, wasn't there light? You, the I remember there was light. there was red light underneath. There was. Yeah. You go to the janitor's closet. Uh, the red light is still pouring from um, the door, and you slip the key. I'm assuming this no, is no, the not key is still in my mouth. Oh, the oh, the key is still you, in my mouth. Can we remove the <laughs> key from Errol's mouth? This is the real hell. We're stuck here hold, with Errol. Hold still, Errol. Oh, no, I can open this with my mouth. Oh my god. Um, said this. You said position the Errol in front of the the doorknob. Oh, insert him around the knob and twist. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So you open it to find it's just a kind of disappointing, boring janitor's closet. The red light's coming from somewhere along the back wall. You see that there are shelves in the room and the red light itself, which is permeating through the back wall, illuminating a red sigil on the floor. Shelves? Can I okay. remove my mouth from the doorknob now? Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, can uh, we check out those shelves? You can. Uh, they are empty apart from a torch and a jar of jar grease. I'm going to... What? 
Oh, crumbs. That'll be for the um, the jars that we had earlier with the ingredients in them. Um, <laughs> right. Oh, so my... we have our jar grease. Um, what was the other thing on the um, shelves? Uh, there was a torch. It's got little purple bulbs Here in it. Here we go. Memories of a dozen rooms where you've had to find the batteries for one of these assails you. You sigh. That's a puzzle that never went out of fashion. Uh, it doesn't seem very bright. Yes, a there was odd. a wall in the room with the thing on it. We could shine it on. Yes, with yeah. the with the, the, the the words, but there were there were other with words China on it. Yeah, White man pans. With, no, with writing, with writing. So oh. let us go back to the room with the writing, in, which was the it was the first cabin room, wasn't it? Uh, with the message. With the message on it. And let us shine the obviously black light. Does it have batteries in it that usually we have to we have to find the fucking batteries now? <laughs> Sorry, you I have guess been... the escape room trope that annoys me most. <laughs> yes, you have indeed done many of these and you recognise a UV light when you see one. Uh, fortunately the batteries are in this one. Goodness knows why it's presumably just used to well, clean up oh. gunk. I mean, ultimately, this is a room that people can rent by the hour. This is fantastic uh, because... With minimal supervision. On a previous episode, we genuinely opened the episode by discussing this very issue. So, for regular <laughs> listeners, there is... There, there Some is continuity. Continuity yeah, you, here. You step into the main cabin room. The face on the television screams abuse at you once more. It says, You smell! And I hate you. So... <laughs> What, but if we shine the light on the message, what do we see? You shine the light on the note and blood on the wall. Um, and above the original message, you see just kind of glowing in the outline, an even larger message visible under the ultraviolet light. But what on earth could it mean? It says, say magic word. What on earth is this message doing here? Didn't you already solve the room? And why did the letters glow so strangely under the light? The anxiety of the unknown, not felt in many a room, strikes you. Abracadabra? Abracadabra! Uh, uh, um, you've please? Oh, I got a brilliant idea. What? Totoro! Totoro! But that's your, Totoro. Is that Totoro. Totoro. No, that's word? a Studio Totoro. Ghibli film. What are you talking about? Ah, yeah, see, I'm wearing a... Oh, look, look at my... Y- you are. That's, that's a very good shirt. a great shirt. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 look. I have a cat bust. The cat, but brilliant. Uh, again, anyway, the magic word is Totoro. If that is relevant to this room, I feel I have been missold this badly. Yeah, there was a broom and Kiki's delivery service. Shit, that's true. Had a broom. This in. is true. Work uh, for me, broom. Okay. And that's... if you think about what? Sorry, man, pans. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't mean uh, to I'm squash sorry, your cut... ideas. Did I cut off your your insane rant about? Well, no, Totoro? it's not a rant. I was gonna go on about other films, like if you. Think... <laughs> Go on, indefinitely, about, about something I'm passionate about. Oh, about man. other Ghibli films, right. But it's yeah, not a rant. Not, if you take a look over here, you can see my little Totoro doll. <laughs> I can there. see. Okay, sorry, not a rant, ramblings. Right. Ramblings. Yeah, Errol, yeah. put the doll look, down. Um, <laughs> this is this is a Kleenex box. Oh, my God. I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, that's so I, cool. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, that would, keep you, that would keep you honest, wouldn't it? You wouldn't, you know... You'd behave yourself if Totoro was watching you. you. Yeah, you'd turn him round, wouldn't you? You'd face him away. Oh, yeah. Don't judge me, cat bus. <laughs> Look at the yeah. wall. A 3D puzzle with Totoro. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> magic word. We said abracadabra, nothing happened. 
Did we say Totoro, my brilliant idea? Oh my god. You, uh, said you, did, it. you, you did say Totoro. Nothing nothing happened. Oh, I would have let you know. Um, uh, okay, so. What about other... please and thank you or yeah. something? <laughs> you try those. Do you, want to, do you want me to just reread the message? Yes, please. Yes, please. It says, say magic word. Say magic word. Magic word. Mills borrow. You say magic word. Oh, clip the long. If this is a Rick roll, I'm going to be so cross. Oh. If it's, if it's all been building up to a Rick roll. Spell of escape. Oh, no, this one. Hello, Editor Mike here. At this point, the gang hear a spooky voice saying. To vanquish the beast, dear traveller, you will need the spell. Tis on the 172nd page. All right, 172. Let's go there. What a great idea, Amanda. Thank you. (laughs) Open the book. Much like everything else in the book, uh, it's pretty authentic, this page 172. It reads, um, Beelze be gone. Rid thyself of unwanted beasties of the pit. Gather thee following, and mix in a pot at centre of power. That which produces bark, but not leaves. That which flies, but without feather, and blood of critic. <laughs> okay. As you read this, ow! You've given yourself a bit of a nasty paper cut. A steady stream of little red droplets runs from your finger and makes a horrible mess on the floor. Sorry, Beelzebub gone sounds like like anti devil might spray. They go, oh, I've got another devil. Tss, tss, tss. There we go, sorted. Yeah, we need like a spray bottle for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we need. Okay, we have a cauldron. I have a cauldron. We do. So uh, that which produces bark but not leaves uh, would obviously be the tongue of dog. So let us take our jar grease, head to our jars in the breeze blocky room. Sorry, cinder blocky. The, 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 the next room into the next room. You walk into the secret inverted commas room through the bookcase. Um, and uh, let's undo those jars uh, with the jar grease. Looking for sure. So you uh, you undo all the jars. There's the eyes of Newton. Oh Jesus! It's actually full of teeny tiny little eyes. Got, oh wow! Toe you of taste frog. them. Oh my I mean, god! You hope that they're frog toes. There's they've gone off a bit, which is a bit yucky. Mm-hmm. Um, there's bat wool, which you imagine would be quite nice if the bats were still attached. Um, and tongue of dog, and you really try not to look too hard at these, as they're a bit meaty and alarming, and smell of dog breath. Okay, so let's chuck some things into the cauldron then. Let's get uh, ga- gather the following and mix in pot at centre of power. That which reduces bark, so one tongue of dog, please. Uh, one uh, wool of batch, please. And one blood of critic. Uh, I need out worst critic. I'll uh, just go and find my dad. <laughs> no, he's not there. Um... <laughs> Sorry, that was lame. It was really lame. We could, we could. No, no, I love it. No, was uh, he still in Darbaria? <laughs> in the misty I'm sands to, I'm of Darbaria. John, I'll edit in a good like one minute pause of utter silence. I'd <laughs> <laughs> like put it in a Spanish flea song in between, just to, you know, as a waiting thing. <laughs> um. um okay, okay, you mix those things together in the cauldron. Yep. Uh, and I'm where, going central to... power. Central power. Uh, hit the TV. You think? Maybe? It's mm. where he's been appearing. Yeah, let's give it a bash. Wave it around there. You wave the cauldron around the TV, um, a little bit of blood drops out. Funny, and mix. Uh, the man, the face on the television, uh, this is the television in the main cabin room now, uh, looks at you, blows a raspberry, and says that John looks like a lurcher given man flesh. 
<laughs> well, that was oddly specific. Um, mix <laughs> he's been thinking about that. power. So what about the tree stump with the glowy lights on it? Stepping back into the forest room, you feel that it's darker, more oppressive than before. You check the walls, but no, it's exactly the same. A long-forgotten thrill of fear fills in the gaps in the artifice. You smile. Try it there. Mix it there. Uh, wave it around there. Nothing happens. Um, Did we put our blood in it, by the way? I thought it was your blood. I thought you had. I, I thought I had too, but I don't know if I actually said it. So I'll put in my blood. Well, wasn't everybody have a little bleed? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody puts okay. a little bleed into it. Let's exchange some DNA, bleed, guys. Bleed. Mm, the center of power. Um, the janitor's closet. Yeah, I was thinking that, but I, I can't think. Room. I can't think why. You walk back through the forest, through the little portal into the lobby, and then to the janitor's closet. Um, you can see there's just the shelves and the uh, the glowing out of the. Uh, the back wall. Do you want to take a look yeah, at that? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. I let's. I got, got this. I think we should take a look at the glowing. So it's actually a, a big old glowing red sigil, uh, which is projecting the light from the wall onto the floor. It's covered in arcane runes that seem to suck both at the eye and singe the soul. And it's bloody massive. What on earth is it doing in a cupboard? We were definitely meant to find that much earlier, weren't we? <gasps> wait, wait, wait. Do we want to sweep it? <laughs> Um, let's stick the cauldron down on the one on the floor. I think. Amanda? Yeah. We we didn't get my validation. <laughs> oh, sorry, Errol. <laughs> You're sweeping. Go sweep. It's fine. Okay, so um, John takes Errol by the shoulders and gently guides his sweeping elsewhere while Amanda places the cauldron of the vile concoction on the sigil on the floor. Let's give it a mix. Reflecting as you do, the strange logic of escape rooms has compelled you to do so. You don't care. You're bleeding, trapped, and exhausted. This is the worst room review of your life, and you've never felt so alive. The disgusting concoction combines in the bottom of the cauldron, coming to a frothy bubble. You take a step back, nervously, when, bang! There is a mighty and unexpected explosion. Your ears are ringing, and adrenaline courses through you. You pick yourselves up off the lobby floor, and look at the results of your handiwork. The janitor's closet is in tatters, and the back wall, formerly red, has been shattered to reveal an adjoining room. Some sort of control room, in fact. Inside is a pinch-faced, sweaty little man, who's coloured his face in with red felt tip and stuck little plastic horns on his head. He wavers unsteadily in front of a live feed of the lobby and a little camera. He looks a little dazed at first, but then, seeing you, he retreats to the back of the room in panic, and... Up against the fire exit door, he points his finger at you, spittle foaming at the corner of his mouth, and screams, Why? Exhausted, Errol, you squat down in front of him, waiting a moment for the ringing in your ears to stop. Having realised that you aren't immediately attacking him, he subsides slightly. Why? He asks plaintively. You've sunk two of my rooms already with your bloody reviews. No one wants to go to a two-star escape room, not even corporate gigs. Why couldn't you just let me have this one? He pauses as he remembers that he has coloured his face in red. You know, I, I didn't kill you yet. I'm not the actual devil. Amanda, you nod gently. You feel almost like it would be rubbing it in at this stage to say that you've already seen through the ruse, particularly as one of his horns has just dropped off. I was late coming to the room today, and when I was driving over, I saw you. I, I just saw red and took a swing at you with the van. I stopped myself for the last minute, though. I thought it'd just keep you locked up in here for today. I was going to let you out, I swear. Tears peek in the corner of his eyes 
and a little snot drips down his chin. And now you're going to leave a bad review and I'll be out of business again. Oh God, what caused that bang? How did you even get in here? In reply, John, you pull the miraculously unscathed book from your jacket pocket and hold it up. What's that? He burbles. That's not from in here. Did, did you bring that in with you? John, you frown as you shake your head. Now that your hearing is clearing, you're unsure if you just heard the book snigger. It was in the bookcase, you reply carefully. In the cabin? Not mine, it wasn't, he replies sourly. Them books is all painted on. No space anyway, just got a gap for the candle. You think for a moment and then shrug. You push the book into the man's chest and guide his hand over it. You lock eyes with him. It's Stan, right? I've been reviewing escape rooms for years, and this was without a doubt the worst I have ever done. Your puzzles were thin on the ground, frustrating and irrelevant in complexity. Your story was non-existent and inconsistent. Your set and props were transparent and tacky. Your facilitation was rude, late and impersonal. Every element of the design and experience was a robbery of both my time and money as a customer. You smile and tap the book on his chest meaningfully. I have never before feared for my life, felt so trapped or been blown up before today. Thank you, Stan. That was a truly wonderful experience. Releasing the book and his hand, you stand. You should do this, you tell him. You step over Stan and push open the fire exit door. The sun and fresh air hit your face as never before, and you breathe them in like a person starved. With a happy sigh, you walk carefully back out into your hometown, thinking as you do that the act of escaping is a puzzle, a rush and a game, but that escape itself is something that you had not savoured in a very, very long time. The end. Also, epilogue. You gave the room three and a half stars because it was a health and safety nightmare. One week later, you publish your review, and it's so earth-shatteringly scathing and entertaining that it gets 37 quintillion hits, quite literally breaking the internet and plunging the world into a post-apocalyptic dark age. Cool! And you've escaped! Hey! Woo! Seems like it was definitely worth it. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you! That was horrifying. I, I feel a little bit like I've been what? in the Truman Show. <laughs> Just a quick reminder uh, that you can uh, catch the start of Cryptex Hunt at the beginning of March at Errol. What's that web address? Cryptexhunt.com. C R Y P T E X Hunt. H U N T dot com. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, John. Thank you. That was that was <laughs> that was singular. That was thanks for suffering through bad accents. Uh, sing-alongs and tickling um that's i don't know yeah yeah (laughs) thank you very much for listening you can subscribe to us on all your favorite apps feeds itunes and at our website theinfiniteescaperoom.com you can also follow us and get in touch via facebook and twitter at tier underscore podcast if you've enjoyed the episode uh we'd be obliged if you could please leave us a review on google maps uh, you can find us um, <laughs> on the moon in the middle of the South Pacific. <laughs> on the moon, give, make sure to give the moon three stars or five. Uh, we love you lots, and we'll see you next time on the Infinite Escape Room. Bye bye now. Bye. bye. bye.
Hello, Editor Mike here. So that was a weird episode, wasn't it? Well, some of the reasons why it'll weird will hopefully become transparent over the next couple of weeks. Watch this space. Much love. Bye.